So if I would have ever fallen on hard times, he would have definitely come through for me. But he knew that I like keeping my pockets swollen. Regardless, I was on my grind and had money coming in from every direction. My new career as a ghostwriter was really taking off. And I always had a nigga too that was constantly gaming. Hell, that's how I was able to afford my whip and my crib. Me getting fired from my job was actually a blessing in disguise. Now there would be less stress and more time to focus on my writing, the real moneymaker. I connected my iPod to the radio and blasted the tune Glamorous by Fergie as I headed to the bank to deposit my check. I thought about my manager on the way. That bitch didn't know I was already living a fucking glamorous life. She ain't doing no damage over here. I laughed as I pulled up to the bank's drive through From the bank, I headed to the nail shop. I began to laugh again as I thought about what was happening. How many people get fired from their job, then go get their nails done? Only a fucking real diva like myself? I had to call my girl Sasha to let her in on my drama for the day. I smiled as I scrolled to her name in the contacts and a picture of her from the back wearing only a thong with a whip thrown over her shoulder popped up on my screen on my iPhone. Now, Sasha was my girl, although we only been friends a couple of years and we met on some strange terms at the strip club, she was still on a different level than any of my other friends. She and I had a closer connection, a connection that I shared with her only. I waited patiently for Sasha to pick up as I sing along to the reggae tune Can't Breathe by Tanya Stevens, which she has said as her call tone. You can always tell what a bitch was going through by her call tone or her voicemail. Hello? Sasha answered right away. What's up, booby? I called her by her pet name. I gotta tell you about my day at work. Oh, Lord, what the hell this fat bitch done this time? Sasha was aware of the drama that I had with my stupid-ass manager. Bitch, why that fat cow fire me? <gasps> For real, girl? Sasha asked in disbelief. Yes, bitch, she gonna come at me with some bullshit about the collections versus production and showing up a huge gap. My sentence was disrupted by the sight of a fine-ass nigga passing by in a black drop-top 2008 Mercedes-Benz SL550 that screamed, I'm that nigga. My eyes were glued to him as he passed by slowly. I saw nothing but his cornrows, dark chocolate skin, ice grill, at least a three-carat diamond stud in his right ear as he chatted away on his cell phone. It was as though everything was moving in slow motion. I gave him my most seductive lick and he glanced at me from the corner of his eye. Jewel? Jewel? Oh, shit. Mm, sorry about that, baby. I just saw this fine-ass dude. Mm. I felt a shiver in my pussy as I thought about what I could do with a guy like him on my team. He could possibly take the place of my MVP and turn him into a bench rider. His looks were one thing, but his money was what really made my pussy wet. And after getting fired, I was definitely in search for a new player on the team to compensate for my lost wages. I'd learned the rules to game in a dude at a very young age. I'd watched my mom use and abuse men my entire life. Her father had left her at a young age, and it seemed like she was never able to get past it. As a child, my mother taught me to trust no man, never wear my heart on my sleeve, and to always stand my ground, because kindness was a sign of weakness. A while later... She taught me the power of beauty and the booty. As an adult, I've fallen right into my mother's footsteps. I guess it's true what they say. The apple doesn't fall too far from the tree because I'd mastered the art of gold digging just as she did. It was like a gift. I could look at a guy and assess him in a matter of seconds and know approximately how much dough he was holding and where it came from. 
In my book, looks alone didn't get a man anywhere, but money would get him everywhere. Don't get it twisted, though. This book I'm referring to is entitled The Whore Handbook. It's more like The Gold Digger's Guide to Financial Security. <sighs> Girl, you crazy. You ain't never gonna change. Sasha said in a disapproving tone. Now why you sound like that? Did I say something wrong? I could tell by the tone of Sasha's voice that something was bothering her. It was a tone that I was way too familiar with. I just didn't know whether it was something I said or if it was a personal struggle. When we first met, her life was going downhill, but we pulled together to turn things around. Sasha started off stripping at Blue Light in Hampton, a city about 30 minutes away from Virginia Beach, and life was good for her. She had a house she lived in, a townhouse that she rented out to Section 8 recipients, and a nice car. She needed for nothing, but when she stabbed a chick during an altercation, she was fired from the club, and the world began to...